Uh, next is our keynote address and a great introduction or rather a great privilege for me to give an introduction uh, to a great man who I've always admired. On a personal note, uh, he's visited London many times, in particular during my youth, um, where I was moving from kind of childhood into becoming an adult, uh, and the majalis he gave had really profound impact on my life in that transition. Um, I owe my personal thanks. Unfortunately, he doesn't know who I am. Uh, his son is one of the volunteers with us today. Um, there's a bit of a story behind this. I sound like a weirdo, like a stalker now. There's a bit of a story that I've dropped this next person home many times from one Majlis to another Majlis, and every time he comes into the car, he says to me, your face looks familiar. And I'm like, yeah, we spoke last time I told you who I am, but he doesn't know me yet, so inshallah he does. Uh, I'm going to tell his son to let him know who I am. Um, he's the founder of the Islamic Educational Center of Orange County, and it gives me great, great pleasure to introduce uh, his eminence, Dr. Sayyid Mustafa Al-Ghazwini, for our keynote address, and inshallah we'll see you straight after that. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أنبياء الله جميعا وعلى سيدهم وخاتمهم حبيب إله العالمين أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى أهل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين وعلى سيدنا ومولانا الإمام أمير المؤمنين علي بن أبي طالب عليه الصلاة والسلام مؤمنين my greetings to all of you and congratulations and thanks to the organizers, the volunteers, the supporters, and the participants of Imam Ali's virtual conference on the successful conclusion of the first day of the conference. We wish them all the best in the upcoming days and years in their endeavor in serving the cause of Islam and Ahlul Bayt and the cause of truth and justice. My friends, the world today around us is characterized by war, military conflict, even the threat of nuclear war also is characterized by an increasing number of refugees who left their homes and their families seeking peace, seeking justice, seeking to feed their families and their kids 
It's also characterized by injustice, corruption, tyranny, by famine in some areas, by global warming, by poverty and deprivation. And many people today, they are developing as a result, as a consequences of these events and these tragedies around them. They are developing negative thoughts, anxiety, and sometimes depression. The number of the people who are committing suicide is on the rise in the East and the West. So is Imam Ali today relevant to what we are suffering? Is he a part of the solution? Why we are celebrating his birth anniversary? Why Imam Ali السلام, is important for us? Why we discuss his life and his legacy? Is he important? Is he relevant? Can he provide a solution for us? Yes, indeed. Imam Ali is one of the few leaders in the history of mankind, not just Islam, who was able to provide peace of mind, to provide security, to provide dignity, to maintain and defend human rights against any violations for his own people. During his short period of time, which lasted only four years and nine months, when he was a ruler, a caliph, when he was elected by the people to be the fourth caliph in Islam, in his capital, in the city of Kufa, Imam Ali السلام, despite going through a, a, a very devastating three wars that were very devastating, very catastrophic for the community, for his people and others. Despite that, he was able to incorporate compassion, love, forgiveness, understanding, tolerance, and justice and freedom, not only for his own people, but for his opponents too. History tells us that no single prisoner of conscience, no single political prisoner existed during the reign of Imam Ali History records and testifies that there were no person, not even a single person that have been persecuted by Imam Ali's government because of his or her political views. Imam Ali was just not only to his own people and his friends, he was just to his own enemies. And this is what he says. He says the meaning of justice is not when you are just and fair to your own family, to your own friend, to your own community, but it is when you can incorporate and follow justice with your enemies, to be just with your own enemies. 
And therefore, during his reign, Imam Ali provided all sorts of freedom, ideological freedom, people who subscribed to different religions. In the city of Kufa, there were some Jewish communities, Christian communities, atheists, other faith traditions who enjoyed full religious freedom under the protection of the political system of Ali ibn Abi Talib. His political opponents, some people who refused to pay allegiance to him, they refused to shake hand with him and accept him as a caliph. He said, it's okay, it's okay. You don't want to accept me and endorse me as your president, as your leader, it's okay. You have full freedom. You have a freedom of choice. And even you have the freedom to criticize me in public. And this is what some of them did. They used to criticize Imam Ali salam day and night, day and night. One of them erected a minaret on the other side of Masjid al-Kufa. Imam Ali's office was in Masjid al-Kufa, the Grand Mosque of Kufa. So this man, Al-Ash'ath ibn Qais, one of his opponents who didn't like Imam Ali, he erected a minaret and through that minaret he used to criticize Imam Ali day and night. People around Imam Ali were very furious. They were outraged. They came to Imam Ali asking permission to put him down. He said, no, he's a citizen and he must enjoy political freedom. He has the right to criticize me. As long as he's not carrying the weapon against me and against innocent people in my country, in my state, in my city, then he's a freedom to criticize. In fact, Imam Ali السلام, he kept telling the people during his time, فَلَا تَكُفُّ عَنْ مَقَالَةٍ بِحَقٍ أَوْ مَشْوَرَةٍ بِعَدْلٍ Don't cease criticizing me. If you think you have a good opinion, if you think you have a good point, then please come forward. Come forward and address it. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to be upset. I would welcome your criticism. I would welcome your mashwara consultation. I would welcome any suggestion you have, anything you have, speak your mind, be brave, come to me and share it with me. I would thank you for that. I would reward you for that. He solicit from people their opinion. He did not shut down any voice any person, no matter how much they criticized him. He didn't. When it comes to the wealth of the nation, Imam Ali السلام, says, The keys to the treasury are with me. The keys are with me. But I'm not going to touch any of this wealth. Any of this money, I'm not going to touch it. Does not belong to me. The keys are with me. I'm a trustee. I have to distribute this wealth among you. But I have no right to take that money, neither me nor any member of my family. Where do you find this justice? When do you, where do you find this transparency? Where do you find this honesty, this integrity today? In what country? 
in which country, in which society. This is how he eliminated corruption. Corruption begins from above. When the leader, when the president, when the prime minister, when the caliph is an honest person, he sends positive messages to the citizens. They learn from him. They emulate his example. And then when it comes to justice, no one was strong advocate of fairness and justice and equality like Imam Ali alayhi salam. He himself says, It's only through justice and upon justice the heaven and the earth stands. Through justice. Today we need justice. Justice is missing from all societies, from all countries, from all communities, from many families. Imam Ali says, Nothing can build societies and countries strong, affluent, prosperous, successful, smiling, and happy like justice and fairness. Like justice and fairness. And he himself says, Implementing justice for one hour, one period of time. It's more worthier and worth more and more rewarding than serving God with no justice for seven years. The corruption, the injustice, the tyranny, the wrongdoing of one hour, worse with God, it's worse than if a person commit sins for 60 years but then he commits injustice for one year this is worse with God than his sins of 60 years Imam Ali was a strong advocate strong advocate of justice in the societies today we need his example today Muslims have to learn compassion have to learn how to forgive others despite these three devastating wars the camel the Safin the Nahrawan when Imam Ali emerged victorious from all three of them he would for forgive his opponents his enemies he would set set them free he set them free they were captured his opponents his enemies who traveled hundreds of miles from Medina to Basra to murder him when they were captured after their defeat. He said, I set you free. I have no grudge against anyone. Imam Ali was teaching people through his love, his forgiveness, his compassion. We need to implement these values in our societies today. We who claim to be the Shia, the followers, the loyalists, of Amir al-Mu'mineen Ali ibn Abi Talib. We have to incorporate these ideals and these values and these principles in our families, in our communities, with ourselves, with our friends, even with our opponents. I hope through this conference, 
and through the celebration of Imam Ali's birth anniversary, we get inspired, we learn, we change, we get closer to him, to his principles, and we become a true Shia, true followers, not through the mouth, not through the speeches, but through actions, through our behaviors. I wish you all the best, Mu'mineen and Mu'minat. And inshallah, you follow the rest of the programs of Imam Ali's conference. My prayers, my sincere prayers for all of you. May Allah bless you all. May Allah bring us in unity and love and cooperation with each other. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.